there anything more beautiful than a sunrise? But jungle ants don't have it all their own way. These bullet ants are showing some worrying symptoms. Spores from a parasitic fungus called cordyceps have infiltrated their bodies and their minds. Let this be a lesson to all you ants. Ideas are very dangerous things. You're probably wondering what's going on. Its infected brain directs this ant upwards. Then, utterly disorientated, it grips a stem with its mandibles. Those afflicted, that are discovered by the workers, are quickly taken away and dumped far away from the colony. It seems extreme, but this is the reason why. Like something out of science fiction, the fruiting body of the cordyceps erupts from the ant's head. Don't waste your strength, don't try to fight it. You can't stop the inevitable. And when finished, the deadly spores will burst from its tip. Then, any ant in the vicinity will be in serious risk of death. You are mindless, soil-shopping losers! Put on this earth to serve us! Parasites like these stop any one group of animal getting the upper hand. The more numerous a species becomes, the more likely it will be attacked by its nemesis, a cordyceps fungus. None of that sass, thank you. Uh, do I have a film smash idea for today? I hear you ask. The answer is no. Oh. Kind of. I've got like half an idea. I just kept thinking about like, you know, because you were talking about you want to do something small scale. And I was like, how can I be annoying and like do it literally small scale? Oh, like, no. Oh, no. Do like some Bugs Life shit. Oh. Um, <laughs> okay. And then I found myself thinking about this, you know, like what if you have like, a bug's life where they've got their own internal drama amongst the bugs doing their thing in this very small patch of the earth but for some reason like the entire culmination of their story results in like one button being pushed or one lever being pulled in the human world that results in some other story happening or coincides with some other story <laughs> but even as I thought hmm. about that I got derailed because I'm like the moment you start thinking about intelligent bugs intelligent animals the mind wanders. Doesn't it adjust? Yeah. It does, it does wander, because what's going on there? How does that work? Your well, little, I, I, your little, I think your little ant brain. Human, human brains are, are, the, are the right size to be as intelligent as they are. I'm thinking, what if to, to have super intelligent insects, they'd need to be like nanocomputers? <laughs> they'd need to like... Maybe they're technology. Maybe they've been invented. Well, there's, there's, um, in Pixar theory, the idea is like the world ended and then a bug's life happened after that. Um, but I like, you know, so the idea is like, it's like a precursor to, um, Monsters Inc. The world has ended 
and there are now bugs. But these bugs you see in a bug's life are actually the size of people. Uh, oh dear. <laughs> you, just, you just can't tell. That's horrifying. <laughs> it's just these giant bugs. <laughs> Although I guess, I guess that doesn't work because they do have... When you go to like the bug city, they do live in like human trash. So I guess that doesn't kind of work. But the idea of like giant, it's like giant prehistoric plants and prehistoric bugs and stuff. The stuff <gasps> used to be bigger. Jack, I've got it! I've got it! Thank God. <laughs> it's a bug's life meets David Attenborough. It's the Cordyceps fungus. The one that infects ants and makes them climb oh. high and then the spores grow out the top of the ant's head. Oh no, I want to do like fucking 28 days later, but with Bugs Life. <laughs> like yeah, the exactly. spreading amongst them. <laughs> yes. Okay, it's a zombie movie, but with bugs. Yeah, a bug's death. Oh yeah, a bug's death. <laughs> A bug's... <laughs> bug's death. That's right, isn't it? So, so it the, the, that that virus that um, fungus works. It takes over the brain. It makes them. Does it make them eat or something? But I know it, it like, makes them climb. More like a, they get like a fungus, and the fungus like basically creates like an antenna out of their head, and it makes them climb up a tree, and do well, the something. antenna comes last. Yeah. So they, I think, I think they, it just, it just makes them climb. I think it just takes over their body, and um, it makes them climb as high as it can. It continues taking over their body at the same time. It's growing throughout them, and eventually the um, thing, the spike grows out of their head as the insect is dead, and it releases its spores from a high point to infect more. Ah, okay. Well, let's let's run with that. That's kind of fun. That's wild. How does that? How does that evolve? It's crazy, isn't it? How does that? It's like, you know, if God is real, you got to ask him. After it's like, what what happened with those ants? What ants? What ants? Yeah, the from the ants with the you know, brain the fungus. fungus. It's like, why did you make this? It's like, oh, there you see, it's, um, you know, they, they spread the spores, they make them quite high. It's like, yeah, but why? What if God <laughs> what wanted that to be the, what if that's actually God's, like, proudest creation? That's, like, what he wants to take out of the planet? That was his, like, first creation, and then he was, like, but he's still proud of it, so he kept it going. But, like, he's got a soft, he got a soft spot for the weird brain fuck. Like, he then made the dinosaurs, and then went, oh, uh, nah, they're a bit boring, boring. And then got rid of them, and then made us, and he's now too scared to do anything with us. Um, but he's still keeping the brain fungus just because that was funny. Do you remember the brain fungus? <laughs> he he looks at the angels and stuff. And he's like, I remember the brain fungus. And like, yeah, we we do remember that God. And he's like, yeah. Maybe God's <laughs> like maybe God's like an English person, and he's like, he's like, he's oh, he's noticed noticed this terrible this terrible thing that he's 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 done, and it's it's like still a problem in the world. But it's like. Oh, it's fine. We let the problem lie. One try and solve it. It was a long time ago. We're all over that now. God's just like, no, no, no. The free market will sort out the brain fungus. That's fine. God's free market evolution. The free market will sort. That's what, yeah, that's what God calls evolution. He just calls it the free market. 
<laughs> Look, it'll be fine. The free, the free market made the brain fungus. Can you imagine? How is it going to solve the problem? It's like, it's like, hey, hey, hey. It's just, it's how it works. The invisible hand. That's the solution to the... Those are your hands! That's the solution to the creationism debate. Not that there's a debate to be had, but imagine if it turned out that God created, like, the state of the world a few hundred thousand years ago, but then evolution <laughs> did the rest of it. So we're half right. <laughs> yeah, but it's the centrist view um, of, <laughs> of, of the evolution debate. <laughs> Why can't we have both? Why didn't God... How about God made evolution? There we go. Is now is everyone happy? Is everyone everyone looks very upset with me? We're the What's liberal wrong? Darwinists. <laughs> the liberal Darwinists. Uh, why can't we all just get along? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you just have this. Um, you know, that'd be a weird political messaging in a film where <laughs> you compare like where God made evolution, and you compare the notion of evolution to the free market. <laughs> And therefore, problems that it creates, evolution, should instead of just hopefully they go away, or oh no, if they're now if if that's now the if the brain fungus is now the dominant species it was supposed to be, um, we need to um, forcibly get rid of it with divine intervention. It's a very it's a, it'll be the most esoteric anti-capitalist film anyone's ever made. That'd be great. I'd love that. That's, that's the, just everyone just like walking out going, I don't know what that was about. Like, So, is God capitalism in this? And it's like, kind of, yeah. Okay. Yeah, he created so, it. <laughs> unregulated capitalism is causing brain fungus. Yes. And we need to forcibly get rid of the brain fungus. It's like, and what is brain fungus? Do... Um, monopolies? Yes, maybe. Uh, something like that. It's poverty. And we need to get rid of it using socialism. Well, kind of. We need to get yes, but in the film they get rid of it by um, killing God. <laughs> you know, after all the film smash films, me and you have to come out onto the stage and do a Q and A with everyone, and we don't know. <laughs> it's just pitchforks and torches are provided. <laughs> I, maybe that maybe that's the theme of our our ants film then, because if <laughs> if that vi- if that um, fungus I keep calling it a virus I wonder why if that fungus is the fungus. going going around the ant community <laughs> and dead and we're, we're supposing they're intelligent, they'd have a lot of questions too. They'd have um philosophical questions is this a divine intervention is this something we've done wrong is it something we've created is this a reckoning what is this why is this happening to us how do we stop it why how do we stop the brain fungus yeah <laughs> they're like you know all these ants creating different religions to stop the brain fungus but it turns out all you need to do is like wash your hands uh, <laughs> All you need to do is not breathe. Stop eating filth, and you won't get the brain fungus into you. Stop licking spores. Stop eating. Stop. It turns out the spores are really delicious. <laughs> like really nice. If you if you get a little bit infected with the brain fungus, 
it just gives you a really good high, you know? Um, <laughs> if you go oh, too no. far, it will fully take over your brain and you will climb the highest tree. Oh no, so in this, in this movie, the, the brain fungus is drugs? It's like... Look, look the metaphors are... Um, <laughs> Multiple, multitude, um, you know, multitudinous, um, layered, <laughs> layered. You know, the ants are humanity, but they're also consumers. Um, they're also. <laughs> it's about religion, but it's also about politics and the economy. Um, the brain fung, the brain fungus is um, a economic crash. Of some kind. Mm, I was gonna say I was gonna say poverty, but yeah. The brain fungus is poverty. No, I think that's a mean comparison. <laughs> the poor people just have brain fungus. <laughs> no, they've they've I... been um, they've been infected by. It's, it's like it's more like systematic inequality is the uh, is the fungus. Well, how do you get the? Oh no, yeah, it turns out like like you know the poorer ants who have to live further away from the tree um, are the ones more likely to get the brain fungus. So there's a systematic mm. inequality involved in <laughs> the brain fungus problem. And the, the people at the tree didn't put out the fungus, but they they didn't stop it. <laughs> they didn't invent it, but no. they did help it. Uh, the leaders are denying the brain fungus problem. Now it's becoming a COVID... <laughs> <laughs> Which seems obvious. You think people would think, oh... They're doing Bugs Life 2, and it's all about the brain fungus, so it's going to be a COVID thing. And then it's like, it was, but it wasn't just that. Can you, it no, can you imagine that? They, they, the trailers for a, a Bugs Life 2. On. Everyone's like, they're doing a Bugs Life 2. Like, oh, great. Family film. And then oh my God, you Joe. watch it, but you, you make all the marketing look like it's just going to be like the first one, like all bright and friendly. But then when the film starts, opening scene, heaven. God, God is there. Well, the, the big meeting room in heaven. You do like um. You see, I, I keep seeing on TikTok the meme about like what angels actually looked like in the in the Bible. Uh, like you know the idea of like people like they're just like angelic figures. They're just like lovely, nice people with big wings and flowing robes. When in the Bible, they're actually like concentric rings full of a thousand eyes and eight <laughs> wings. Um, <laughs> So it's like that's why you know in all the Bible passages, when someone, whenever someone meets an angel, the angel's always like, "Don't be afraid. Stop freaking out. It's fine. It's fine. Don't worry. You're not tripping right now. Yeah, this isn't a bad trip. It's okay. Don't, Don't be afraid. Water. I am terrifying. Yeah. Don't be, don't be afraid. Just close your eyes. Just the vo- my voice is fine. <laughs> don't, don't look upon my horror before. All the angels are like, God, please, can you stop making us look like this? The, hum- the humans won't do your bidding, because whenever we go and ask them, they run away. <laughs> it's like, but... But this but is... This you're, you're the ideal the form. form. The, the rings, the, ring, the eyes, the, the, the dozen wings. It's, like, it's, it's like, perfect. You made them in your image. Why do we look like this? <laughs> do you not you like, like it? it? <laughs> do you not want one? Fine. Fine. No rings for you. Maybe, oh my god, sorry, maybe when, when they get in, f- infected by the fungus, that's when they see angels. That's when they see the angels. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I said, you get really high when you get a little bit of fungus. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's how like the, the, the protagonists of this sol- solve this. They get a little bit of fungus, 
so they can see the truth. Uh, so they can speak to the angels and beg God for a reprieve. Or maybe it's a religious reckoning film with n where there is no God. There is no God? <laughs> oh my God, yeah. I'll just, I'll just, uh, just a side note, I was just thinking of the film Smash Film. Previously we said there would of course be no trailers for film Smash Films. Oh yeah. Because um, that would defeat the point. But what if they were? Because you could see a... Ch you know <laughs> Film Smash... Not Film Smash. You know YouTube videos where it's reacting to trailers? Uh, yeah. And it's always the person with the big shocked face and um, something like that uh, because they watch the trailer. But mm. it's a Film Smash film, so instead of the big shocked face, it's just a really confused and just, like <laughs> thoughtful, perplexed image of this person just like... Mm. <laughs> they watch the trailer and they're like, now what do we think that was about? It's called A Bug's Life 2, but... It didn't look like... <laughs> it didn't look... <laughs> it's, it's, it's A Bug's Life meets um, 28 Days Later meets The Big Short, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> it's all very... It's all very... It's very, very nebulous, but esoteric. Um, <laughs> yeah, see, I just want to a scene halfway through where someone's like in a bath explaining what's going on. Yeah, well, yeah, all our films will have that. That's us, actually. That's when you know. I said we come on at the end to do um, Q and A. It's just us sharing a bath. bath. <laughs> it's just uh, me and you in a bath. Just like, Either okay. end of a bath. Now, now you may be a little bit confused by what you've just seen, but don't worry, don't worry. We're here now. Now, does anyone have any questions? Oh, Why are you in a bath? You clearly well, haven't seen the big short. Once COVID's over, attention. we've got to make that happen. Yeah, we'll get in a big bath and we'll just. <laughs> Yeah, the next Christmas special, we won't be on a sofa, we'll just both be in a bar. <laughs> That'd be incredible. When you were saying that the react the, tra the trailer reaction videos, I was thinking, wouldn't it be great if we were making our own films, would we do our own reaction videos to, to put on YouTube and annoy everyone? So the trailer comes out and then there's us reacting to it like, ah, whoa, wonder what that oh, yeah. means. And then people are reacting, reacting to our reaction being like, what the hell are they? Are they? Are they revealing more information to us? No, they're not. No, no we we do reaction. No, okay. So we stick to it. We don't. Okay, we ha It's a half truth. It we, we we there are no trailers for the film Smash films that are publicly released. <laughs> we make them, watch them, and then you, we film us watching them. You don't get to see or hear them, but you get to see our reaction to the trailer. <laughs> and they're in a bath. And I love the idea of the, of the reactions to our trailer. The idea, like, I, I want to convert all of the shouty, um, hyper-excited YouTube React people and convert them all into thoughtful um, film philosophers <laughs> who, instead of screaming, sitting at their computer with big headphones on, they're just sitting by a fire, just thinking about what that meant. <laughs> sitting on the armchairs, they're just... They don't even talk for <laughs> the two Jack minutes of the video. Jack looking into the distance. YouTube. Staring into the distance, thinking about what they just saw, and everyone watches it. Way more views. It's the next big thing. It's just like, don't don't make a, a, a thumbnail about how big and shouty you can be. Make it all about how like introspective and quiet you can be. I love Jack Liddy's Taking muse tube. YouTube. I'm making that. <laughs> Liddy's muse tube. It's nothing, nothing but nothing but good vibes. I'm gonna take over YouTube. And just be like, for God's sake, I just want a bit of quiet. <laughs> I'm just gonna, I'm not gonna like, I'm, the only thing I'm gonna change on YouTube is I'm just gonna limit like the decibel counter. <laughs> like, you can't make YouTube videos <laughs> that are too loud. People just, people just make them but turn it down. <laughs> <laughs>
Um, no, no, you can't. On whatever browser you're on, you can't turn it up. Um, you can't turn up YouTube videos now. So you have to shut up when you listen. No, you, you make you make an algorithm like Google does. You know, they've got a really good one that detects nudity. Uh, if they if they make one that detects shouting, like exclamation. No. <laughs> it's like we think your video may contain exclamation. It's not allowed. Your video may contain shouting. Yeah. If it doesn't, bad luck. But like, I think it might do. <laughs> People are gaming the algorithm. <laughs> if People I are complaining the, if I do about the, the fake shouting thing. Oh, people get getting demonetized, and so they make all their videos, but they think it's not fair that they're getting demonetized. You know, they're not actually shouting; they're just very passionate. So the video just opens, and goes, "Hey guys, all right, we're talking about the YouTube algorithm today. It's not fair. What's going on? It's ridiculous. The algorithm doesn't work. It's gonna say this is shouting. This is not shouting. It's fucking ridiculous." <laughs> I'll allow everything else. You can you can have nudity. Um, you can have uh, blazing copyright um, strikes and stuff like that. But shut up. <laughs> Want a bit of quiet? <laughs> Just do a bit of peace and quiet, please. God, all of you, shut up. <laughs> it's like the <laughs> the the intro to every video is like a. A wooden YouTube play button above a fireplace. Just for three seconds. Welcome to my channel. God, the ASMR lot will have a fucking field day. I know. Like... I, might have to ban- I might have to ban them just because I don't want the entire platform just to be that. <laughs> it's just going to be just gonna be your website. There's not even a, a platform. Yeah, I make a website that, e- that anyone is allowed to um, put videos on, but I have to curate them. Like, as in, you have to send to me. Like before it goes live, I have to watch it and decide whether or not it can go on. I'm like, mm. it sounds like what you're slowly right, edging no. towards is a film festival. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, but like, no, but like, it's like <laughs> this whole idea of like literally anyone can upload anything they want, but mm. I have to watch it first. Yeah, and decide. <laughs> so like, you know, but it's, if it's as big as YouTube, I assume that YouTube gets like you know a million hours of stuff uploaded every second. Um, so if you upload something today, it might, if you meet all of my stringent requirements, go live at some point in 2030. <laughs> <laughs> and you'll get an email saying that it has. You know what that? You know what else that gets rid of then? Timely content. There's no uh, zeitgeist anymore. Oh god, yeah, people can't react to trailers anymore. <laughs> Apart from you. Like, imagine you going back and going back and hey, I can. T- <laughs> it's just me. <laughs> Yeah, that's how I game it. That's why I become the biggest YouTube star. I'm the only one who can talk about current events. <laughs> You're the Philip DeFranco of YouTube. Ah, oh. <laughs> I'm the only person who can talk about current events. I feel bad for any for. for is that why everything's so awful? <laughs> anyway, bugs. <laughs> oh yeah, sure. We can talk the about bugs. that. So, you you live in a, in a society full of bugs. Is it just ants, or is it bugs? Have they conquered bug on bug racism? I have absolutely no idea. What happens in a bug's life? I don't know. In a bug's life, there's a colony of ants, but the grasshoppers, led by Kevin Spacey. Oh dear. Okay. Which was it? James Woods. 
either way, not great. So they, they, they make all this, they, they, they have the harvest, they have all this food every year, but they have to give a large percentage of it to the grasshoppers, or the grasshoppers will kill them. Um, but the main character, whose name I think is Flick, has he's, he's a zany guy, he makes loads of inventions that could help everyone, but everyone's like, stop doing that, it's weird. And one of his inventions accidentally destroys all the food, so the grasshoppers come and they're like, well, give us all, okay, we'll come back in like a few weeks, and if you don't have the food then, you're dead. And then he goes off and gets a bunch of what he thinks are warrior bugs to fight them, and it's this, but it actually turns out to be a carnival troop, so they have to, they build a bird to fight the grass, to scare the grasshoppers, and then the grasshoppers, the ants reveal that, like, if they work together, they're all a lot stronger than the grasshoppers, because they outnumber them a million to one, and then they chase them off, and uh, a socialist utopia, I think, is achieved. <laughs> right. You can slim that down, that's just my abridged retelling of the story. Okay. <laughs> right, sure. So, you know, you have this large society of bugs. They all live on a tree. It's not just ants. Maybe you could reenact the sort of classist elements of it, where the like the ants are at the bottom, and that's why they're all getting infected by uh, brain fungus. Hmm. If you could have more, you could have more bugs. It makes it more colourful, more stuff going on. You know? Yeah, of course. Multicultural bug colony sure because you know ants especially when you you know you make them look you know human like in a bug's life they're just people yeah but, you know you want weird people people who can fly uh people who look like sticks from certain angles um <laughs> people who will one day cocoon themselves and become butterflies what if that was a thing people did like instead of going through puberty you just cocoon for like a month and you come out a different person. <laughs> oh, look at her. She's really butterflied this year. Well, no, she, no, she did. She's yeah. in a cocoon. <laughs> I signed her cocoon. You know, it's like signing a cast. Um, <laughs> imagine if people hibernated as well. That'd be wild. Like, if we just leave the Earth, just unoccupied for a few months, we wake up and then, like, everything's overgrown a little bit and, you know, there are bears just wandering the streets. <laughs> Um, we don't we don't hibernate at the same time as the bears. It's a bit awkward, and we just have to like for a it's like an over... bit, just to clear up everything. Yeah. And it's like, oh, great! Now we can have a few months of living, and then we hibernate again. It's like an over the hedge kind of situation where all the animals live in the human world for a bit. Like all the humans are hibernating. Let's let's live in their houses. Your reverse over the hedge situation. Yeah. Why have we not done over the hedge yet? Um, I think we've, we've been too afraid. I think is the main reason. <laughs> okay, so let me get this straight. God invented evolution. In mm -hmm. brackets, capitalism. And he is letting it ru run rampant. Just do what it wants with no interference. Laissez-faire <laughs> evolution. <laughs> <laughs> guided only by the invisible hand his hand because he's god but also he's not actually doing it so it's, it's a it's a poor name um but it has resulted in certain just like basically just very bad things happening because he's not regulating evolution such as the brain fungus an organism which the way it reproduces is taking over the brains of bugs 
making them climb trees and spread their spores, only to, re to repeat this process repeatedly. <laughs> Seemingly adding nothing and just being objectively horrifying. <laughs> that is Very correct. Objectively, but you know. Okay, so it's 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 not actually about the virus because the virus is actually unregulated capitalism, <laughs> and God is real, but God invented capitalism. <laughs> it's fine. No, it's fine. We can we can make that work. So the story that is happening is there's this colony of ants. Let's just say it's just ants, and <laughs> the poorer ants who live further away from the tree, or you know the the ones who are, the worker ants, the ones who have to go out into the world and mm -hmm. you know labour rather than the ants that just stay around f***ing the queen or whatever. Um, <laughs> living the high ant life. Um, right. The, the, um, or the soldier ants that are sort of the midway. You know, talking about a, a capitalist hierarchy. Um, the worker ants all start getting sick because they get the brain fungus, which if you just have a little bit of brain fungus, you get high. I don't know how that func factors in, if I'm honest, to the capitalist metaphor. <laughs> Um, that if you well, have a little bit, like you a get really idea. high. I mean, pe people think it's a good idea, don't they? Until until they're awakened. Now, maybe you can become like a healthy carrier, where you get it and you get nothing but benefits. But the more people there are like you, well, there can only be so many because the pop the population would die out. But you spread it to others, so others have to suffer, but you get to enjoy it. No, that fits the metaphor. The American Dream. You keep saying that. I don't know if you, what do you what do you think that means when you say it. And I, I, it's a bit intangible. Well, it certainly is. <laughs> um. It's the because capitalism is the idea, but if you people think if they take it, they can get the high. They can make a life for themselves. They can uh, have benefits, but they they take it. And maybe maybe there's some truth to it, but it's got a lot more problems. Than... But that's what I mean by the healthy carrier thing. Like you might get really lucky, and get mm. the benefits of it, but the only way you can get the benefits of it is by is, is other people have to suffer. Like you may be a healthy carrier, but everyone around you now now because they're not you know because you have to be very lucky to be a healthy carrier. They're likely just going to get brain fungus and die, but you get the benefits. Yeah. Okay. Capitalism. If you have like a thousand people, capitalism is great for like five of them. It sucks for everyone else. Yeah. So like, you might have a, you might get really lucky and be like the guy who benefits from the brain fungus. Everyone around you, they're climbing the trees, mate. There could be some like really like creepy horror of this. The idea of like you know you will climb the tree. Like mm. that's what happens to you. Like you start to feel it. It's like the property ladder. Like, yeah. <laughs> when it gets, to, oh god, okay. How does that work? How do we get to bring the property ladder? Into this? <laughs> no, no, we don't need to. the metaphor. Metaphors compounding upon metaphors. The physical property ladder. I don't know. It's like it's quite creepy horror that you can have the bug disease, the fungal disease, but like you have it for a while before anything happens. Mm. Right, but like you start look like you all live because you're all tiny ants. You all live in the shadow of the great tree, and you know, and you keep just find yourself looking at it, and just looking, just like the idea gets more and more appealing to yeah. climb the tree. You get a bit vacant behind the eyes. Every now and then, you're walking around, and suddenly there's a, like people start shouting. They ring the bells. The, the they answer bells, 
uh, they, they, they sound the ant alarms because a rain of spores is coming down. <laughs> like you can see it coming, and like everyone has to like hide it's and like get an out of and put their masks on. Or like you might just like you might be walking by and you can look and you're like oh shit look, and then they get the ant um, binoculars. Um, and they can see someone climbing the tree, and it's like oh god. Like, it could be quite dark. Like, you have the family mm. of the person climbing the tree just, like, screaming and shouting at the base of the, the tree. people holding them back. Don't like, go oh, after God, him. He's gone. Don't go yeah, up to no, him. Yeah, don't go up. Don't go up. <laughs> and it's like, oh, Jesus. It's dark. It's super dark. So dark. This is in A Bug's Life 2. <laughs> in A Bug's Life 2. <laughs> this is why we have no trailers. Because we want children to run screaming out of the theatres. <laughs> We want to, we really want to, um, you know, we want to leave a lasting impact on our audiences, by which I mean, you know, we make it sound like it's a kid's film <laughs> to torture them. Mm, yeah, definitely. <laughs> Scar them. You could have, you could have the characterization of, of a character who gets it, like, slowly ebb away, like their personality keeps getting shaved off, and they, they get kind of blunter, and they're, they can't, they can't move properly, it's like a, it's like a brain disease. And they, they have trouble trouble moving and communicating, and eventually, it's their time to just go up the tree. Well, you have like, you know, you have like the sick bay, like everyone's strapped to the beds because if if they, if you were to unstrap them, they would leave and climb the tree. Oh my god! Or like someone gets loose and they climb onto the ceiling because oh, yeah, it's the highest they can get, and they spread the spores in there, and like it's contained in that room. It's everyone... like a, it's like a. It's, there's, there's no hope of, of saving them. It's just like a death room. Exactly. Suddenly, all of the doctor, the ant doctors and nurses in that room are screwed because someone got out of their bed and they got onto the ceiling. So suddenly, all of the rooms, all of the sick bays, have to be like open air because you can't have them in buildings because everyone in the building will die. That happens once. So they're like, okay, we can't house the sick indoors because if they get too sick, they'll climb on the ceiling and kill everyone inside. So we have to start treat, trying to treat people outside. No, that makes more sense though. Like if you lock them all in a room, and they all climb on the ceiling and die, and die up there. I know. I'm imagining like they're trying to treat the ants, um, the, the ants right. that are sick. But like you know, also yeah, you could just like let them go, and just like put them in a room and just wait for them to. I don't know just how creepy give up that would be. You look the through the window of the of the the hospital, and they're all on the ceiling dead. Oh God. <laughs> And you just see the spores in there. And it's like, yeah, if anyone opened that door, mm. like, just like sealing the doors. That's so dark. And they just like blow up the room. They have to burn it. Like, what, what you, have do they burn do? The, you have to burn the room. But they, they, they they can't do it in these. But they have to like set up special like places to do this. Mm. Um, like you know. That's so creepy. Or they just or they just like. There's like a, a like a like a, um, a, a room near the tree or a place near the tree where they're like, eventually they just have to let you go. So there's nothing we can do for you. Have fun up the tree, I guess. <laughs> um, but then obviously you know the town is below the tree. Oh, I'm now thinking like, is there a period where they don't know about the spores? Did you ever watch Chernobyl? I didn't know. In Chernobyl, obviously, so you know about radiation, um, and they did as well, but, like, there's this scene, especially in the first episode, where there's the fire at the plant, and everyone thinks, oh, there's just a fire. No one thinks, 
oh god, we're all gonna die. Yeah. And a bunch of character, a bunch of like just civilians are on this bridge watching it happen, and it starts snowing, this ash, mm. and all the kids start playing in it. It's like a, it like goes quite slow motion and it's very dramatic music. And it focuses very much on all these particles in the air, and it's very much like this is all radiation they're just in, like. <laughs> particles of radiation are just raining on them. Oh, God. That's not how it works. In this thing with the spores, it's like in Chernobyl with like the raining ash of radiation. Yeah. And the way it creates this sense of like, mm. you know what it is, and you know they're screwed. Yeah. So like maybe they're like at the beginning they <laughs> don't know. Maybe at the beginning they just think this thing like takes over their brains and makes them go mad, um, and makes them climb the tree, and then we lose them. Because no one's going up the tree, because birds live up the tree and, and other things, and it's dangerous to go up the tree. Mm. Um, so they don't realise about the spore thing. They just think it takes over your brain. So they don't care that, like, they're climbing the tree above the ant village um, and raining down onto them. <laughs> um, and therefore spreading the disease more and more. Until it happens in, like, the ant hospital where one of them climbs the ceiling and kills everyone in the room. I see, yeah. Okay. Like, it just... That like it climbs up and like what's he doing? And then just like the thing explodes and spores will rain down and they oh. all realise at once they're all infected now and it's oh my... all gonna happen to them. Oh my god, that's such a weird moment. What is this Bugs Life horror film? And then that's the creepy room that and people are seeing room. later. Well they just look through the door and everyone's on the ceiling. And the air is full Jesus. of specks. Just all these ants on the ceiling. Mm. These big antenna sticking out of their head. And like you can see, like whenever light shines into the room, you can see the spores hanging in the air. Oh. And like if you and like the hospital is still being used by you know the other sick people that they try and treat for a while and give up because and then have to let you go. <laughs> so you walk past that room all the time if you've got it and hoping, hopefully they'll find a cure while you're in there, or else that's what's going to happen to you eventually. It's like a don't dead open inside thing on the door. Don't dead open inside. <laughs> yes. And then you can bring in some more classes stuff when they eventually realise that the spores are raining down from the tree because everyone's gone up the tree so far. Suddenly it's all the rich people that are hiding in the tunnels underground or they have ant houses with roofs and stuff and everyone else who's stuck outside or anything like that is the poor ants who are getting sick. <laughs> Something like that. Wow. Well, I mean, this is so dark. What happens at the end? I don't know. <laughs> is there like a you know divine intervention where lightning strikes the tree, and it all burns, and so like it kills the disease, but it it so kills all the <laughs> on the entire but population. All the ants, all the ants die, or like lo or like loads of the ants die, and then the ants scatter, and then some of them find their ways to other ant colonies or other bug colonies. And at the very, very end of the film, one of the characters who's made it out and has made it somewhere starts to feel sick. Oh no! In this new place, and it's implied that the disease is now going to spread. Oh, that's... I like that <laughs> scary ending. Like, they look up at, like... Maybe it's not a tree in this place, maybe it's something else. Um, or it's a different tree, or it's another tall structure that they're near, and they just find themselves looking at it. Like oh. a big boulder or something. And they're just looking at it and they can't take their eyes off it. Oh, it's eerie. Maybe, are, are there any it's like... really si eerie. Are there any scientist ants working on the, like, a solution? 
Yeah, like desperately people trying to cure the ants and figure out like what's going on. Like you know, they eventually figure out the spores. Do they figure out where it came from? That's going to be a big deal. Like where this originally came from. Because um, well, I guess it maybe doesn't matter a huge amount because you know we know it's spreading mm. and that's what matters. But um, like they figure out, they're trying to figure out where it came from. I feel we've lost the capitalism metaphor, but you know it's fine. It's Do we there. have a, a character at the start who um, is going around warning everyone? It's like someone who's figured it out, the, the one who knew it right from the start. And had to. Oh god, someone who's seen this before. Yeah, they're like, they're like, you need to take this seriously. You need to stop sending them up the tree. You can't let them go up the tree. Yeah. Because um, if you let them go up the tree, we're doomed. Or like, we all have to leave. Or like, you know, don't bother treating them. You have to kill them. You have to burn the bodies. Um, <laughs> like, you can't. Or like, you stop sending them. You know, if like. Stop sending your ill workers down the mines, or stop sending them to go and get food, because they want. You know, if 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 that gets into the like the food supply of everyone, oh god, that's good. Like they have like in like a bug's life, they have the big pile of food, but because they figure out, oh, at least some of the workers who got the food were sick, they could have infected the food that they brought back, and so all of that food is now tainted. Oh. Maybe, oh, that could be a great moment, because before they figure out, okay, if you're sick, you can't spread it until you do the spore thing. But they didn't know, they don't know about the spore, so they think it might be touch, they think it might be anything else. So they end up, like, burning loads of their food, and then they find out they didn't need to. Mm, yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh. And again, all the richer ants are, are eating fine, but everyone starts struggling, and, um, you know, maybe people start starving. But it turns out they didn't even need to throw away the food. They just, they... Um, didn't figure out the spore thing in time. It, me- meanwhile, they're all hanging out under the tree, like they're all having having angry meetings about about why is there no food? But they're right under the tree, and the spores raining down all the time. There's sp- yeah, constantly there are always spores raining down. Um, they like <laughs> they're actually, the, <laughs> you, actually, you're wrong. There wouldn't oh, be on. there wouldn't be a dramatic irony throughout the film because I bet most of the audience wouldn't know what's going on. <laughs> Oh yeah, there doesn't need. To, yeah, I guess there doesn't need to be a dramatic irony, but I think you can heavily show the spores raining down, people yeah. being confused by it, or like referencing it a little bit. But it'd be nice to make it really subtle as well. Yeah, just like little this weird rain, yeah. and this dust that's covering their surfaces for some reason that they barely mention. Um, but like, the audience would eventually realise that that wasn't there at the beginning of the film, and that's becoming more of a thing. Mm. Or in the background, you see, you know, kids playing in it. You know, oh. like in this weird, like colourful dust raining down. It's like this, like golden snow raining down, Ugh. occasionally. Oh, that's so weird. Or they, they, they call it. You know, they think it might be sap, or they think it might be seeds, or they think it might be this, this, and that. Um, before they realise what it actually is, <laughs> and then they realise that they've been that everyone could be sick. It's the like and not know it yet. It's the like. A love story running through the middle of it that gets what you just want to throw in a bit of happiness <laughs> no 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 or you want to just no, a tragedy. another way to hurt people another way to hurt <laughs> the audience well what's i mean what's the film about apart from this mystery illness i feel like there should be a character um maybe they can be exploring capitalism uh, maybe <laughs> you have this you know um there's a romance some sort of activist um, I think you know. I think I think you could follow someone. I do want to follow like a a scientist and a doctor and mm. um, 
who's figuring this out. There could be a moment where they lead an expedition up the tree and they find all these ants just oh. standing on branches, just like standing there completely motionless with the antenna sticking out of their head. And they're like, are they fine? Hey, you alright? And they don't reply. And they don't move. And they realise that they're dead. Oh, I mean, they'd be pretty obviously there's dead. There's loads but... of them. There's loads. Well, maybe like one that went up recently doesn't look dead yet. It just looks like it's just standing there. And they were oh there, like, yeah, oh, it's like and it's got it's got a tiny antenna ants. that they don't notice for a while, but then they look around at all the others, and they've all got big antennae. And they've watched all these ants just like standing, like sentinel, completely still, overlooking mm. the ant town. And then they, and then like, they, like just so far up that you can't see. Oh, yeah, but like I'm imagining they don't notice the tiny antenna, and they look. at I don't know why I like this, but they, they just look around at all the go other on, ants, and they've got big antenna, and then they look back at their friend, who's got a very small antenna at the top of his head. Like, oh no. So that they learn something about it. They learn that that's what happens, because no one had seen them, like, what happens when, at the end before. Mm. Um, they just see, they just know they went up for some reason. They went mad. They just climbed up the tree and never came back down. Oh. They assumed they got, like, eaten... Well, yeah, very creepy. But then maybe they assumed they got eaten by birds or something like that. Yeah, it's just people are going missing to start with. Oh, can like like if you eat one of these, if a bigger bug eats one of these bugs, do they get really sick? And maybe not get the same antenna illness. Mm. But like, I, I, I like the idea that like there are dangerous things up the tree for the ants so they don't go up there normally. Like there are birds, there are spiders. Again, I'm trying to think of like the way this mystery builds because they believe different things being the case mm. um, until like, you know by the end they've pretty much learned everything about how the disease actually works. So they don't know it's, they don't know about the spores. They don't know where it came from. They just know you become you, you start not acting like yourself. You stop communicating and then you become obsessed with climbing the tree. Mm. Um, that's all they know. And then they eventually realize, okay, when you climb the tree. You grow an antenna. If once you grow the antenna, it releases spores. That's how the disease spreads. But like, what if they think originally? Oh, if you go up the tree, you probably die. You get eaten by a spider or something. And at some point during the film, a spider, which is like you know ten, you know hundred, ten, you know ten hundred times the size of one of these lands, just falls dead from the tree <laughs> and falls into the street because it's eaten toxic fungus ants that have crawled up there and died and just falls out of the tree. That's good. Or and you have the dead spider curled up on the ground, like the you know, like the TARDIS. Yeah. Um. <laughs> you know, or or they think, you know, they they go up the tree to see what's going on, and they see all these dead ants, and they think, oh god, going up the tree is dangerous. No one go up the tree. I was gonna say they think the tree's dangerous because, just naturally, it is. That's where pre like predators live up the tree. Yeah. Well, there could be debate. There could be like I I can imagine I can imagine there's loads of different voices in this film. But like some people think you go up the tree because you're ill. Some people think you get ill when you go up the tree. Like the people, the people who think, who who've noticed that they were ill first, are not the people leading the expedition. Because like, they're the they're the um, the civilians who no one listens to. You know, they're like, no, they were sick before they went up the tree. They're like, no, 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 all the ones up the tree are sick. It's like, they got sick up the tree. They're like, no, you didn't know him. He wasn't himself before he went up the tree. They're like, oh. Yeah, why would multiple people become obsessed with climbing the tree? And, the, and that's, yeah, that's, like a, that's like a, or not. Oh, okay. a, a moment in the film where they're like, oh my god, okay. 
So it's dangerous here? Oh my god. <laughs> so there must be something in the food. Every, yeah, so like, but okay, you find out the people, if they got sick before they went up there, they were sick when they were handling all our food. Yeah. So we have to make a tough decision here, and they eventually decide to destroy the food. And then oh. realise, no, the spores. And they're like, oh no, the spores, yeah. That's how it spreads. So we've all been repeatedly... We all could be sick right now because we've all been having spores rained on upon us. Ugh. It's like, and then they, yes. and, they, and then they have to introduce a policy to stop sick people going up the tree. Or maybe do, do they? Is there a debate to not tell anyone? Oh, maybe. Do some of the powerful ants not want to tell everyone? Because you know they're like, oh no, there'll be panic. Um, everything will break down. Maybe we should just. It'll blow over. Is there nothing else we could do? Could we not just, like, exile all of the people we think are sick? Could we not just all hide underground? Should we just, like, leave and let... Should we, ones that have the power before everyone gets told what's going on, we can make a, a, a break for it? Because we're definitely not sick, probably, right? We're probably not sick. <laughs> we're definitely probably... Yeah. No, what? we're definitely probably not sick. Why would we be sick? We're fine. Um... Oh. That's a dark, dark angle. Well, someone would try and do that, and maybe they try and stop um, the people being told about the sick and about how they're all sick. But that would be a difficult thing to tell everyone. That because we took so long to figure out how this was being spread, not only did we destroy the food, already an unpopular decision, not only was that for no reason... <laughs> We didn't realise that the strange weather we've seen recently <laughs> is actually infectious spores raining down. So there is a chance that literally anyone who has been outside, so everyone, could be sick. And we have no cure. And we now know when you go up the tree, a big fucking antenna grows out of your head and you die. So... And infect more people. Who... Wants to break that to everyone because I don't want to. I've barely accepted it myself. Is that when <laughs> is that when our scientist becomes a whistleblower? I guess because the people have to find out because like that like, I think that's just an argument because obviously like you have to tell everyone because you have to unless you you know resigning to the fact that like you know because maybe they're like okay yeah but but the infection does come on quite quickly we believe so clearly everyone isn't infected but if we can get everyone to stay inside now mm. and we now know that the food thing is fine as long as we if, if people who aren't sick can get all our food it's becoming a covid film <laughs> and we keep all the vulnerable people inside and we you know all the people who have the disease we don't let them go up the tree anymore we lock them in the creepy room and then we burn them <laughs> the creepy room yeah we lock them in the scary room <laughs> and then we set fire to them because we think that works. Oh yeah, how do they decide that works? Like burning the bodies is is a good way of doing it. Um, maybe maybe that's maybe like they start doing that and then they realise that's a terrible idea. How do they make fire? <laughs> they have matches. Um, they okay. they have civilization. Therefore, they have fire. Hmm. Um, they just don't need it to like cook or do anything. I just imagine a, a or, massive like, complex of these rooms that. They just they just lock the door, and there's loads of rooms like that. 
They just keep filling up the rooms. Because once, you, once you've sealed the room, you can't open it again. It's like toxic waste buried in the ground. <laughs> but yeah, you just can't... Oh, God. Or like anyone who... Oh, oh this is so dark. It's so horrible. <laughs> it's horrible. Like, very horrible disease is spreading throughout the population. They're slowly realising how bad it is. A giant dead spider just fell out of the tree onto Main Street and squashed several people. Oh my god, in the clip I um, watched, there was a giant dead spider. Sorry. <laughs> and then every now and then, does it just cut back to God? And it's just like, God, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> what is this? Why are you doing this? It's like, I'm not doing anything. This is this evolution taking its natural course. It's like, okay, but you made it up. So... <laughs> The fact that it can do this is still kind of on you. And also, you could stop it at any moment. It's like, yeah, that's not how it works, right? I'm not gonna... <laughs> you know, if I intervene, who knows, it could get worse. It's like, okay, good point. It looks like you, you're the kind of guy who makes things worse. Uh, but, but, please, please stop doing this. He's like, oh, fine. Lightning bolt! Is that what you want? <laughs> Lightning bolt! And what's that in the capitalism metaphor? Um, it's Zeus. Um, <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's still God. Still lightning. Um, it's, just, it's God just intervening but in the worst possible way. I don't know, for some reason it's like, why don't you just like undo it? Just like make it all, cure all, cure all the sick people. That's a thing you used to do. You used to cure sick people. He's like, yeah, I've already ended up right now. You can cure, cure all the sick people. And um, you could even raise some of the dead if you want. You can do that, right? Like, yeah, I can. Or I could just, or I could just throw lightning at the tree, and then maybe the disease won't spread as bad more. Maybe. <laughs> That's the hope. Where did the disease come from? Do we figure that out at some point? Like, what happened to? Oh, I like the idea they don't never know. Cause the disease. Uh, well, it, it, the meta in the metaphor, the idea is that the disease is like a natural outcome of what they're doing. Uh, it's just oh yeah, no, that makes sense. It's just a freak of evolution. It's just a thing that can happen. Yeah, like there is no re there is no reason the the ants don't do anything wrong. You know, it's not like the bugs suddenly were eating a new kind of fruit or uh, going no. to a new kind of place or um, doing something dodgy or eating each other or doing something weird no just um, one day a mushroom that they normally eat um, had um, had a freak um, you know it evolved or you know had a freak mutation that now it does this to you mm. bad luck lads um, <laughs> nothing in, yeah you, they wouldn't even be able to trace yeah. how this had happened like, I like that as an idea. Like, they never will be able to figure out how. That could be a big argument. They could start arguing over, like, we need to put all our resources into finding out how this happened. And it's like, it doesn't matter now. It doesn't matter. No, exactly. It doesn't matter how this happened. Like, it, like we just need to stop everyone dying. Um, the COVID metaphors come and go in this <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're just, they come, they go. They're there. They're not there. So you see, you you did you insisted on the idea there should be some sort of character that we need to care about. Um, oh, sorry, right. we keep abandoning them. <laughs> okay, so I did lost. It's like contagion. Is that what it's called? The, the, I was um, just thinking about that. Yeah. 
the film that everyone talked about that like doesn't it's more it's like you know there's this whole group of characters where instead of like a central character we care about it is just dealing with the disease yeah um and you do get that sort of horrible montage of oh every person this person's interacting with is is going to get sick and die Hmm. but they have they have a patient zero in that film whether they're able to trace which i found really weird Hmm. yeah i don't think we should ever be able to trace patient zero um it just um it just starts happening like you know the bug scientists aren't monitoring every single person who comes in and out of the town or every single person that is just you know going about their day like they don't realize anything is happening until it happens to at least a few people you know <laughs> yeah exactly they can't monitor everything and you know so but by the time they realize what's going on especially by the time they realize it's a big deal it's everywhere and it's already raining spores Mm. So you're constantly getting new cases. Like everything they do, they burn the food. They stop letting people go outside. They stop letting new people come in. Um, they, they, um, I don't know. They start burning all the de- all the dead people because they think maybe that's where the infection came from. Or like they blame a certain thing that happened recently that was completely unrelated. Um, all these things before they realize what's going on. Hmm. And like every and every time they do something, it's not affecting the amount of people who are dying. In fact, it's getting worse. So by the time they realise what's going on and they can start doing things that will actually make things better, everyone's already angry and upset and suffering because even the people who aren't getting sick are getting hungry. That's. Ugh. And they're like, "Oh, great. Okay, we Too know real. we know what to do with the sick people." We know what to do with the sick people. Oh, what do we do with them? We lock them in a room until they die. That's the solution. <laughs> but, and then, and then we burn, and then we burn all of them. It's like that's not a solution yet, but like it's, it's the first good bit of news. Everyone's like, that doesn't sound like good news. What? <laughs> There's no cure, but we can stop it spreading so much. Yeah. Yeah. So the spreading slows down, I guess, and then just, I guess, just the population is massively decreased, but eventually they recover. Oh my god, what a bleak story. <laughs> there's like there's like nothing we can do about it. We just wait there's for it to go away by res- the by holding down the number of new infections. Oh. At the beginning the you know there's there's bug religion or bug conversation between a couple of bugs and they're talking about death mm. <laughs> or images of death in a church, bug church. And death is this figure who just comes and guides you to the next place. It's quite nice. And then by the end of this, all of those images are replaced by, like, the... <laughs> it's like a mushroom, but a very ominous-looking mushroom. <laughs> it's like like their version of the Grim Reaper after the Black Death. And now, part of me likes the idea of the tree burning down. Like, a completely... Like, even mm. if it's just a, a lightning strike. Like, complete random. More suffering... Forces everyone to flee. Like, you get the idea that the society itself is also sick. You know, it's not just this actual illness. Like, the people Mm. in charge are horrible. It's not just that the sickness needs to be destroyed. The society also shouldn't continue in the same way. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, if you you open open the film with overt capitalism stuff, then the rest of the story becomes the metaphor. So if you open the film with discussion about... Um, the mass poverty in this society and how all the poor people have just been left on their own to, uh, you know, they're not getting help from the rest of the people. They live in the poor area over there. They're just going to 
live in their poor area, and die in their poor area. As long as we keep them there, it's fine. And they get all the food for us. Yeah. They are essential. And at the, the end, but end of the there. film, the plan to combat the pandemic is to just keep them in there and make sure and leave them in there to go. Yeah, they keep trying to contain the problem. Mm. You know, like even like when they figure out what's going on, it's all about containing the problem that there is. And then eventually we'll get to move on. Eventually everything will go back to normal. Do you remember how great everything was before? And it was like, well, it wasn't that great. And no, 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 no. Everything was great before. Yeah. Um, we're just going to we have to go back to that. Uh, maybe the scientist realizes that, like, even if, like, I could end this now, everything would still be awful. And, like, it would be better. But, you know, the brain disease would fucking stop. But, um... Maybe that's why the end of the film is the lightning strike and everyone flees from the tree. Like, the society disperses. And the end of the film, everyone runs away from this culture. And we don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. But we do see someone eyeing up a very tall tree. Yeah, and also, like, you can get, like, some of the rich people manage to flee and establish themselves as still wealthy people in a new place. Mm. So we get the idea that not only is the disease spreading, but, like, the the sicknesses of the culture are are able to spread oh, yeah, in the same yeah. way. The worst people still make it. You have the whole thing, you have the ending of the illness is spread from the town because of their failure to contain it. Hmm. Um, but also their failure to destroy, you know, the failure to overturn this unjust society has led to <laughs> the, you know, the worst people from this society still get our way, still manage to, you know, with all the gold in their pockets. Exactly, and, and the gold. and the ones who 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 said that there was there was no nothing to worry about are the ones who who are going and saying, oh yeah, it was a dreadful dreadful uh, fungus back where I came from. I told them all, I told them all to um contain it <laughs> and joe here we go here's the name a bug's life 2 parasite <laughs> yeah that's good there we go that's it because you know the whole thing of that film is who is par- who is um feeding off of who <laughs> um, not the whole point it's very simple to say but like you know the same way this fungus takes over your brain and makes you do and makes you do things do, you know, your bosses not take over your brain and make you do things for them, for their benefit? Um, not to spread their spores, but to increase their wealth. I like the idea. I like the idea. This part of the metaphor. The spores look like like flecks of gold or something like that. This they look. It looks interesting. Like they a look good like, thing. Yeah. It looks like it's raining cash. Yeah. You know, something like that. <laughs> like it reflects this idea of that. But again. We're mixing the metaphors all over the place. The idea that, like, <laughs> that the disease was blameless, but the suffering caused by the disease wasn't blameless, because well, okay, so far we've made the reasons the disease got worse was because of their just scientists being unlucky. We should also make it clear that like the people in charge made it worse, yeah, by like not telling people in time when they knew, or outwardly they're acting like that. But when they when they he you know gets into their homes and you know he finally actually speaks to them, they are all panicking. They are Ooh, all yeah, that's good. food and wealth and stuff like that. Um, so, it turns, so like, so, and, and they're they're like begging him to like figure out what's going on and help save us. To him, but to the people, everything's fine. Everyone go back to work. Yeah, I like that. Open mom, the that's schools. Good. <laughs> um, <laughs> again, the co- COVID's back. The metaphor's back. <laughs> oh, there it is. 
<laughs> yeah, we're, well, there it is. We found it. <laughs> oh. Wow. Jesus. What a horrible, horrible film. <laughs> it's one of my favourites, though. I love cinema. it. This is great. This is a great story. I want to do it. Um, I want Pixar to do it. <laughs> Pixar, the dark timeline where Pixar make this Bugs Life horror sequel. <laughs> it's just actually like a horror. Um, you know, you go into the film Smash Cinema and you're like, oh, Bugs Life. I didn't want to come here for a kids movie. Five minutes later, you begin weeping. <laughs> you can get more imagery in there. This idea of like, you know, if they believe in a heaven above them, oh. they stop. You could see, yeah, they even, you know, like switching the idea of um, um, death, like the image of death being good or bad. They swap where their idea of heaven and hell is. Oh my god! They believe they they believed heaven was above them and hell was below them, but above is now death, and below is safety. Wow! So they switch their idea That's of where fun. heaven and hell are. I like the they idea. They switch. They're like. Yeah, oh, but of one of the last shots is from the ground looking up at the tree, treetop canopy. Um, this heavenly sunlight is shining down through the, the green leaves as all these golden spores are falling down. You get this incredibly heavenly uh, imagery for what they now know to be hell. Yeah, it's, it's, it's all, beautiful. Everything looking. that was beautiful before is now untouchable. It's like... Oh, I love that. Because you could start with the same shot, but there's no golden spores. It's like, oh, look how lovely, lovely it is. All this lovely yellow light coming through the green trees down to the, the ant colony on the ground. And then you end on a very similar shot where, where it's the same thing, but toxic. And you go below and you find everyone huddling down there together for safety mm. in the dark. And that's... Or like even if they've rebuilt slightly under there, so it looks kind of nice and comfy under there. Mm. Like you can do some sort of revert, like you go, you go at the very beginning. You go from the heavenly golden light at the top of the tree, ignoring any birds and spiders, and then you have closer, higher up is where all the rich people live, and it's all nice. And below is where the worker ants toil, and oh know, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all dark and claustrophobic <laughs> and dingy, um, and then at the end. It's this beautiful thing, and also it's raining gold, and then deserted streets, mm. everyone hiding underground together. Like, all of their ant buildings are just, like, covered in got a fine layer of gold everywhere. Oh. Like, it's shiny, and the light shines upon it, it reflects. It's brilliant golden light. No, 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 the final, the final shot is um, the same shot in reverse. What, where it goes, it goes from below so, Yeah, so you get, get from them huddling, and you go up, and it's gold, and... And the sunlight, oh. Hell is above us. <laughs> Hell rains down. Hell. <laughs> the, idea that, like, the idea that something so bad could happen that you switch your idea of where heaven and hell is. <laughs> and above you, above that, above that is where God is. Because that's where the real film starts at the beginning. <laughs> it, it starts literally with God. The camera keeps going all up angels. past all the spores the to the clean air above. Up. To, to, to the air, just into the blinding light of the sun, and then it's God, and he's just sitting there, like, hmm. It's you and I in a bath explaining the fight. <laughs> and then, yeah, then it fades out, it's me and you, me and you in a, in a bath are wheeled out onto the stage. <laughs> we just explain what happened. So basically, like, so, so now <laughs> I produce, I produce like a whiteboard from the bath. <laughs> it's just I like, wipe it, it's a bit wet. And then, so. 
Let me just start explaining what's going on here. <laughs> oh, this is a great film. This is honestly one of the great film smash films. Because that, that is a special ca uh, like category of, you know, we have great episodes, absolute banter, very funny. But then we, uh, every now and then crazy ideas, mm. absolute theory. But then you have just like, I would watch that film. That film sounds great. <laughs> yeah. Very upsetting, horrifying imagery, intense. I can only describe them as quite intense metaphors. <laughs> <laughs> it's very aggressive. It's a lot less. It's chewy, almost. You can, just, you can feel it. The thing where, where, where poverty caused by capitalism is represented by a spike growing out of your head as you're dead at the top of a tree. Well, yeah, well, it's like capitalism represented by evolution and the, and therefore <laughs> wait and therefore horrible evolution evolutionary things such as horrible diseases are reflected by the horror of capitalism exemplified in extreme poverty and therefore the the worst bits of one thing affect the poorest people also the whole thing is wrapped up in a covid story <laughs> And God is a literal character in the film. However, this is clearly a godless place. <laughs> in the in the, uh, in the in the in the in the in the traditional sense. So this like God becomes a villain in the same way heaven becomes hell. <laughs> oh, can you pass the soap? <laughs> there you go. Don't splash me. Come on. Trying to explain. <laughs> My God. <laughs> God, did you enjoy that horrible nightmare of an episode? Well, if you did, you can head to our Patreon, get some bonus stuff, some pre-show chats, some teasers. And if you subscribe on the Patreon, you help us make the show and you can suggest some ideas because clearly our ideas are awful. <laughs>